Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome, friends, to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Silouan here, coming to you from Austin, Texas. I'll be heading home tomorrow. I can't wait. I think more than usual, I am missing home. My dear wife, my awesome kids, can't wait to get there. But as I sit here in Austin, Texas, an article by a friend on Facebook came to my attention by the far left, and I say that for a reason, Mother Jones on why Americans are so angry. Now, I only referred to them as far left because they went down, down a whole list of reasons why Americans are so angry, and each one of them they discounted. And at the very end of the article, they placed the blame on Fox News. That's right. Americans are so angry, so divided today because of Fox News. And all I could think, my goodness, how clueless could you be? (laughs) How clueless could you be? Now, the real reason that Americans are so angry and divided has nothing to do with politics. Now, that might have just got your attention because you're thinking, what? And it really doesn't. Now, if Mother Jones was honest, what they would realize is, politically, news-worthy, the real reason that a lot of Americans are disgruntled with news is because news has progressively become more liberal. Only about 7% of journalists are Republicans. So it's kind of naive to think that the 93% of journalists who aren't Republicans are going to have a point of view that half the country agrees with or has sympathy for. And so that is why so many people are mad at the news. It is not because of Fox News. But that is not why we are so angry. Let me tell you why we are so angry. We are so angry because we have never been so lonely and isolated. I would suggest that never before in the history of our country have so many people had so few people who actually care about them and what they think. Ask yourself, when's the last time somebody spoke to you in a way that they were interested in who you are, who you are, what your dreams are, where you want to go, what you want to accomplish? When was the last time? Can you even remember? Or are most of your conversations just small talk, getting through the day, You doing your business, other people doing their business, nobody really caring about each other. That is most people. In many ways, I'm very uniquely qualified to make this assessment as I go around the country speaking to people. God has given me a gift. I can get people to say things that they're kind of surprised that they're saying, and it don't matter of it is in Austin, Texas, or Denver, Colorado, or Fairbanks, Alaska, or Orlando, Florida, or any of the other places I've been in just the last few months. That when I meet with people and I speak with people, you know what I find out? 
most people don't have anybody that knows them. And then when you aren't known by anyone, that means you don't really know anybody. And so we have what I call lonely logic. In your own head, imagining what other people think, what they feel, what their motives are, you kind of create your own reality. And in doing so, outside of the deep connectedness that you have when you're in relationship with people that really know you, you automatically divide yourself from others because it automatically becomes you versus them. And that is most people. That is journalists, that is politicians, that's your neighbor. And when it's us versus them, and people don't do what you want them to do, and people don't agree with what you want them to agree with, in essence, many people just become angry. Because if you think about it, what's anger? Anger is when something does something you don't want, when you lose control. Your kids don't act like you want. Your husband or wife doesn't act like you want. Your friends don't act like you want. Your parents don't act like you want. They're not doing what you know they should be doing. And you get mad. It's out of your control. People don't think the way you want them to think. And you get angry. And the more isolated you are, the more people there are that you feel like they're not doing what you want. And you get out of control. And never before have we been more disconnected. And the sad thing is, politics today that divides us, that, that, that in essence makes us a label. You are this, you are that, you are black, you are white, you are gay, you are straight. That is so evil and destructive. Nobody is defined by just one word. But when we're isolated, people can play, can play to our greater evils. They can play to our ego. They can play to our loneliness. They can play to our isolation. And there's really only one way, only one way to fight that. And it is with relationships with others. It's to realize we have way more in common than we have that separates us. It's to build and increase your community, your friends, to place utmost importance on your family. And if you don't have a family or you got a dysfunctional family, well, make your family a family of friends. Build a family yourself. Adopt a kid. Yeah, you heard me. Adopt a kid. Don't be so lonely. But whatever you do, don't fall into the finger pointing. Don't fall into the political hypocrisy of somebody like Mother Jones who's as liberal as it gets, and then they point to Fox News and they go, oh, it's your problem because you bring up politics and you label people and you isolate people just like they do. And that's not the problem at all. So many Americans are so angry because we've never been so lonely and isolated. Look in the mirror. Who knows you? Your heart, your dreams, your fears. Who knows you? That's the problem. Very few people, maybe nobody. And then it's easy to point fingers. It's easy to think my problem is you when really my problem is I'm not connected with enough people. I'm not connected with enough people. And when that happens, 
it's easy to give in to the worst of our nature. So my friends, here's what I would ask. Reach out to somebody. Ask them, how you doing? What are your dreams? Where are you going? What are your fears? What are your disappointments? What is your pain? What is your regret? What have you learned? What are your hopes? And maybe when you do that, they will ask you the same thing. And then regardless of who they voted for or what their politics are or what their skin color is or what their sex is, you will be more connected with that person. And you will have taken a step. You will have made a stand to fight against the insanity of modern culture where people just become a label and we become more and more divided. And you, my friend, will be able to aim higher and you will spread your wings on relationships and on being known and allowing others to be known. And you will be able to keep your eyes on the things that matter, which are not magazines and politicians and the Olympics and TV. No, 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 no. You will be able to keep your eyes on the things that matter, which is family and faith and community and your friends and things that are deep. And every day you take a step in that direction, you find and you draw closer to peace. And that is where I want to see you, my friend. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.